The year is 2016. Beyonce surprised the world with her visual album, Lemonade. The Oscars really are hashtag so white. Hamilton is awarded 11 Tony Awards of a record 16 nominations. Star Wars, Ghostbusters, and Gilmore Girls all get reboots. And Flock of Dudes is released. I'm Hope Carew. I'm Paige Smith. And And this is History Duffs. Wow. Hamilton, huh? Hamilton, yeah. Have you heard of it? Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I was in the original cast. (laughs) You think? I think. (laughs) If I... I gotta check my diary, Sources are telling me. (laughs) I have a magic eight ball here, and it says definitely, maybe. (laughs) Definitely, maybe. (laughs) Paige, how are you? I'm okay. Okay. I just watched a movie. Yeah. Let's not get into it. Yeah. No. We don't need to talk about that. (laughs) We don't need to talk about it. Uh, How were you... What year is it again? 2016. How were you in 2016? In 2016, I was a junior in high school. Right? No, no. Pretty sure junior in college. Is the year that I yeah graduated junior from college in college, yeah, because that's my graduation year. Yeah. So wait, <laughs> so I, I totally lied on the last podcast. You're a liar. Why? The last one was 2014, and I said I was a sophomore in high school. Oh wait, yeah, me too. <laughs> Why did we do that? I don't know. 2014, we were killing it in college. We were in college. And we were hot as hell. Yeah, you graduated in 2012 from high school, and I graduated in 2013. And we covered that on the last episode, the one prior. Hmm. How did we both... Last episode was a blur, to we be honest. We went through, like, a time blur. We really time did. Time blur. That's what they're called. <laughs> I'm a quantum physicist now. Welcome to the time blur. Oh my gosh, we totally lied. Yeah, 2016, I was in college, dude. Oh, well, you know what? It's because 2012 was when Wings came out, and that's the year I graduated from high school. Right, but we said we were still in high school. But I was in high school for most of 2012. But we were talking about 2014. We said Only the last... for the end, because then we get to Wings 2, which is 2014. They both came out in 2014. <laughs> Go re-listen to those. <laughs> no, but 2012 is when it was made in right. Russia. Right. Okay. <laughs> we messed up though. We but, me- hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? We're not perfect. It's Paige's apologies and humble hopes. As a my, happy hour. As my favorite musical artist Hannah Montana once said, mm-hmm. nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone, Everyone has those, has those days. days. Everyone knows what what, what I'm, I'm talking, talking about. about. <laughs> Everybody oh, feels that way. Well, well, 2016, I turned 21. Congrats! It's a big year. Yeah. You were there for my 21st birthday. Aw, was I fun? You were so fun. I'm sure. Was I pretty? Oh my gosh, the prettiest. How were you? Pretty drunk. <laughs> oh yeah, wasn't this, um, wasn't this, didn't we recently find a picture of Paige and I out on our 20, on oh, your yeah. 21st birthday and you're wearing a birthday crown mm-hmm. and a birthday um, shawl, not and a shawl, your a dress. sash, a sash, a birthday I'm wearing sash, your and dress. my dress. Yeah. And then one of our friends is kissing me on the cheek. Yes! <laughs> That's why it came up. And we were looking at it and we were like, what feels so wrong about this? This is No, also- no, no. He's not just kissing you on the cheek, Hope. He, it's like the tenderest, <laughs> like most gentle kiss on the cheek. And it's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and this person is very, we're very platonic. So it's yeah. like. And it's a group photo. Like a there's a lot photo. of picture in this, a lot of people in this picture. Where it's like, what, what preempted this? We actually need to bring this up to him because. <laughs> we- 
we're too scared. We're too scared. Actually, should we get him to guest on this episode? Maybe okay, stay should. tuned. Keep listening. <laughs> it might be Hope's platonic Paige's birthday kiss. <laughs> <laughs> we might be kind of quizzing him about what what happened there. What was happening? And nobody remembers. Like, no, you don't no, remember none taking of us this picture. Remember. I don't. No. And it's also, it took us a while to be like, what is so odd about this? Yeah. Oh, well, it's the fact that it's our platonic friend giving me a kiss on your birthday. On my birthday. It would have been still weird, but like makes more sense. Yeah. If it was my I birthday. Was, you know what? Maybe it's a it Mandela was, effect. Maybe, maybe it was my birthday. My yeah. <laughs> your birthday, but. Because it is my dress. <laughs> and the way I celebrate your birthday is by wearing your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Famously. I do remember. Okay, well, maybe it's a Mandela effect. Maybe we, maybe the no, government was I behind do, it. I remember going to that bar for my twenty first birthday, and the group of people that we're with is so odd. But maybe the 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 picture, maybe him kissing me instead of you, is the, is what the Mandela effect. Oh, you think that he actually kissed me, but we have a picture of him kissing you. It yes. just didn't happen. Yes, I think okay. that, the, the, that there's multiple universes. So it was still my birthday. Yeah, it's still your birthday. Everything happened the way that we remember it, because we don't remember this picture, by the way. Yeah. So it's just in the picture. He was probably kissing your cheek, because it's your birthday. But when the aliens rehacked the memory into our code sensors... <laughs> that is what the Mandela effect is. <laughs> they accidentally had his face kissing my cheek, and they mm. accidentally put the filter to tender. <laughs> That's the only thing that makes sense, really. Well, guys, that's what was up with us. Uh, what was up with Hillary in 2016? Let's get into it. We well, teased it in our last episode. We sure did. We teased it. And by teased it, we just talked about we it. We talked it. And we're going to rehash it again. Yes. Let's take um, some nice Hillary hash browns. Hillary wasn't at my 21st birthday party because she was putting out Breathe In, Breathe Out the year prior and getting... Uh, in love getting into love getting into love <laughs> she was there in spirit at your birthday and i'm sure yes. we listened to i'm sure i'm sure we listened to like this is what dreams are made of or why not or I'm any positive of... we did yeah. yes yes we and must have. unless it was during the time do you remember Paige and i we went through a time in college Uh-oh. where there was a man who would just show up in dj at for parties oh, and it was gosh. horrific yeah. he would come he came into our house and then changed the music to his terrible music and i requested a song and he was like sorry man can't do it and i'm like well he, this is my house and i didn't invite you he was our friend's boyfriend which i feel like we don't even need to say people yeah. hearing just randomly show up in dj it's sort of implied it's, yeah <laughs> but our friend's boyfriend would come to parties he wasn't explicitly invited. No, he not was at invited all. because she was invited. Yeah, but and she can bring a plus one as she sees fit. Of course, fit. of course. But he would bring his whole DJ setup, and it was as if he was doing us a favor. Yeah, and it was as if we booked him. Right. He was like, "I'm gonna perform for free, and you guys are welcome." And I just remember, and it would take over the party. Of course. Well, yeah, it was it's the music. A giant. But he would just <laughs> yell at everybody. I, random people bring this up to me all the time. <laughs> Because their memory of it was that we booked a DJ Hope. Like, they think that we wanted him there. And he would just <laughs> yell at them. The whole party. Between almost every song, he would yell at everybody and go, I'm not playing Uptown Funk. I'll play anything but Uptown <laughs> Funk. Don't ask me to play Uptown Funk. Nobody wanted to hear Uptown Funk. That wasn't like, nobody asked for that. <laughs> he just wanted to make it very clear. He set a boundary and he expected us to uh, respect that. No Uptown Funk. 
Okay, well, I'm glad I'm glad that he felt comfortable setting a boundary. And, uh, and you know, I do think it's kind of controversial. Setting a boundary that he in wouldn't our wanna, apartment? That he wouldn't want to play Michelle Obama's favorite song of the year, Uptown Funk, as I like to think of it. Um, yeah, that was horrible. And he had the worst attitude. And he was mean to me. And I was like, this is my house. Yeah. He has, in later years had some issues some mental health issues oh <laughs> i think i'm not laughing about that but no it's well it that there were signs then <laughs> there were signs then there were signs then that, like but like yeah we also had a great guy once who showed up to our party i don't know him from adam i have no okay. idea who this person is who oh, maybe i'll know that'll be fun and he showed up with a giant box of chick-fil-a yeah catering catered chick-fil-a like a full box yeah like a huge amount i don't know who he is and i know for a fact that nobody who lived in that apartment knew who he was yeah because it was our apartment yeah but i mean yeah we had other roommates yeah yeah and they didn't they didn't know either us and our other roommates i I know for a fact none of them knew who he was it was during a grade phase though we had a loft and so we had like a basket that we could lower up and down. And why I have is a, this the first thing I think of as well? I have a memory of just the chicken nuggets going up and down in yeah. the basket and having a great time, like being like, you know what, you're weird. His name was Steve. I'll say it. Oh, so you do know him? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I remember his name was Steve because I was told the next day that he was that someone was like, oh, Hope made fun of his name. And I was like, oh, no, that was his right. name Steve? <laughs> and they were like, yes. They're like, what's your issue with the name Steve? And I was like, well, I just remember that I earlier that day I had been thinking, Steve is such a boring name. Mm-hmm. And so I was Sorry, like. Sorry, apologies to any Steves out there. Yeah, I just remember being like, of all the names. Hope's views do not represent mine. <sighs> Steven, I love. Steve, come on. We could do better. All right. You guys heard it here first. No more Steves. <laughs> Unless you're coming with Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Why are you trying to make an enemy of Steve right now, Hope? I could Sorry. Eat, I could eat chicken. Sorry. And can I just say something else? If you have purchased Chick-fil-A in the last several years, then you owe it to the LGBT plus community to go see bros in theaters. Yeah, honestly, go see bros. I haven't seen it yet, but I can't wait. <laughs> well, I did. And I saw it in theaters and it was great, but it was an empty movie theater and i say shame on all of you for not being there shame 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 yeah and i i request that you see it i i'm dying to i can't wait to see it don't die before you i see will bros. literally die don't die to see it that's how that's how much of an ally i am don't die i need you to help me with the podcast you're on your own kid good luck <laughs> you got it you got it from here well <laughs> Is the episode over? <laughs> I love the idea that well, I die <laughs> and you still have to run the podcast. Obviously. You can't just stop podcasting no. <laughs> or start a different podcast. It's like, well, I've got to do this. No, I have to audition it's pages. It's like raising a child. You I can't have just... to audition pages. I'm going to bring gonna in someone me? from background casting. Yeah. but Well, if they're speaking hope, they're not background. That's like the number one rule of being background is you don't get lines. My gosh. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I'm going to be auditioning actors to replace you. <laughs> SAG actors. <laughs> okay, well, anyway. enough about us. <laughs> Hillary Duff uh, is is with, with Matthew in 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. Um, they met in 2015 recording her album Breathe In, Breathe Out. And yes. they get together in 2016. Amazing. And they have a baby 
some point in the future. Not going to spoil it. Not going to spoil it, but I got a baby. Well, should we talk about the movie? I guess so. Flock of Dudes. Flock of Dudes is this episode starring several. I want to just, at the very top of the episode, many of the actors in this movie have been accused of horrific things. Mm -hmm. So we just, we know that. Now, we did not know that in 2016, uh, and we will address it as we see fit. And as uh, this movie is also just in such poor taste that it is hard to watch knowing what we do now. Correct. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, well, do you want to tell us about who's, the, who's in the cast? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people. Let's it's... start with the good ones. Okay. Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. Oh, dang it. Hillary Duff's a good one. Um, a lot of stand-ups, a lot of stand-up comedians. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Andre. Yes. Still love him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Ray Liotta. R.I.P. Yes. I was shocked. Ray Liotta, R.I.P. R.I.P. to Ray Liotta. Very sad. Um, a lot of... Uh, Mark Maron. Kumail Nanjiani. Mark Maron? Who's Mark Maron? Who's Mark Maron? He is a stand-up comedian. He uh, hosts a very successful podcast. Oh, I mean, who was he in the... Oh, he was the boss. The boss. He was uh, the boss. Um, oh, oh, okay. Yes, I with guess. the glasses. He looks like. You know what? He looks a lot like Mark Maron. Oh, okay. I, that, I know what you're talking about him. now. Yeah. Now I know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, Kumail Nanjiani is in this. Hannah Simone from uh, New Girl. CC. CC from New Girl. Yeah. Um, uh, Brian Greenberg. Yes, Brian Greenberg. Brian Greenberg. I for I. He is mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Just the most handsome man ever. <laughs> like, okay, when I see him in things, uh-huh. it I almost have like an angry reaction. Oh, okay, I know what you mean. Like, gorgeous by Taylor Swift. Gorgeous by Taylor Swift. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's just like, how dare you? Yeah, like, kind of. How kind dare of, you? Our friend has a feeling kind of similar like this, where she's like, "You're so hot, you're making fun of me." Yeah, maybe that's what it's. I don't know what it is. I see him and I get angry because I slap in the face. I just find him so attractive. He's so hot. I can't think of a better looking person. Not he's not even like the biggest. My biggest crush. Not even like the hottest boy. He's just like oh, he's okay. Perfection to me, and it makes you mad. And it makes me mad. Furious even. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I just find him so attractive. Okay, well, it's fun. He's married to one of his co-stars. Yeah. In this. Jamie Chung. Yes. Mm -hmm. Jamie Chung, who is, she plays Mulan on Once Upon a Time, which is famously my depression show. Mm. If I'm watching Once Upon a Time, check in on me. (laughs) Check in on me. Um, But do you know what else she's from? She's from a lot of things. She's. But what do you think that she's from? that I think is of interest. Mm, um, tell me. And I'll give you another hint. Okay. Uh, she's a princess. Or, you know, it's another princess-related thing since Mulan. Okay. What is that? And, okay, I'm going to give you another hint. Okay. Um, friends I don't think I'm guess who are it. no longer friends. I don't think I'm going to guess it. DCOM. Wendy Wu. Princess, DCOM, friends who are no oh, longer friends. Oh, Princess Production Program? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's one of the best friends. Yeah. I did know that, actually. Yes. You threw me with the Mulan thing. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. She's no, very no, much no, Mulan first to me yeah. because, and, and I'm like, wow, you represent a really dark time for me. You're so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. She's beautiful. So beautiful. And they're super in love. 
she and Brian Greenberg Aww. are like super in love and like have babies. And Who wouldn't be? I think that's maybe why I get so angry. Yeah. I'm like, you have a gorgeous, perfect wife and it's not me. Yeah. And I can't have you. How rude. And I, she, Grr. she don't love you like I love you, you know? Totally. <laughs> yeah. Totally. She don't love you like I love you. <sighs> yeah. Well, the just, <laughs> we're talking about the movie. Yeah, um, yeah, we are. Give us a synopsis if you don't mind. Um, what about you do it? Okay, fine. Oh, okay. No, you do it. Okay. Um, so it's about a, a group of friends, a group of guys. Uh-huh. Um, a who, flock of dudes? A flock of dudes, you could say, who they're sort of a little bit immature uh, mm-hmm. and having trouble growing up, having mm-hmm. trouble kind of moving on and, and growing up. So one of them decides to break up with his group of friends because he thinks that they're sort of holding him back. So they go through a breakup of sorts, a friendship breakup mm-hmm. um, in order to grow, grow. Yeah. And grow up. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's that pretty great. good. That was pretty good. Okay. Um, to get, m- I also realized we forgot to say the, the main person in this movie. Well, we just don't want to say it, but it's, we have to say it. It rhymes with schmish dashmia. <laughs> I don't want to, I just don't even want to. Yeah. But we just want to say, like, he's gross. He's gross. And he hired a lot of his gross friends. And this movie is freaking gross. The Mm -hmm. humor in it is gross. It's grosser knowing what we know now. There are some jokes they could have gotten away with if Chris (laughs) Dishmia. Schmish. (laughs) Do you mean Schmish? Schmish Dishmia wasn't uh, a creeper. Yeah. 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 And also, just the tone of this movie is just so overtly sexual. It's like, ha, ha, ha. Like, at one point, a character receives a bouquet of dicks. You know what? I the what I think I even wrote this down when I was watching this movie. The vibe overall, I think this will give a good mm-hmm. sort of context for this movie. Yes. It feels like, you know, when... Um, Something really funny happens, uh-huh. and you're trying to tell your friend about it, and they're just not laughing. Yeah. And you realize it's like, oh, you had to be there. Yeah. This whole movie feels like sort of an inside joke. Wow. And I'm watching everybody have a lot of fun and laugh yeah, about it. Yeah, they are it, having fun. But I don't get the joke. I'm not in the joke. Yes. It's sort of just this group of friends, and they have their little... Feels like meeting your boyfriend's friends, and all they're talking about is college. Yeah. And it's like, I would love to be a part of the joke. I would love to laugh with you guys, but I... Don't, don't feel invited it. in to yeah. this. What it's like? It's like somebody is telling me a funny story. Yes, you know what I'm saying. That's great. I have yeah. in my notes. This is what I wrote. I wrote, "This movie crawled so the league could walk and New Girl could run." I wrote down in my notes that the whole thing is shot like an episode of the League. Whoa! <laughs> it looks exactly like the League. First of all, it feels like a TV show. Yeah. There's even like an opening credit sequence, like a TV show. <laughs> Like a theme song and like. <laughs> okay, so you're giving me some props for that? Yeah. For the league. Because I also the new girl because it's like Hannah Simone. Yes. I feel like the league is a, a better comparison. Yeah. But we I literally wrote, I said, looks like the league. Looks like Isn't the that league. Like, that's crazy. That yeah, I just felt like. Yeah, like if, it's great movie if. All you care about is fantasy football and being a misogynist. If all you care about is fantasy football and being a misogynist, I still wouldn't call it a great movie. Like, I don't, I still don't feel like. Yeah, it's a movie. (laughs) 
Thank you for listening to our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) What I like about this film is that it's like a film. But sometimes, sometimes I can watch a movie and just, I realize it's not for me, you know, and appreciate that some audience enjoys it. I genuinely don't know who would like this. Not because it's like terribly offensive or XYZ, whatever. It's just, it's so boring. It's, yeah, it's so. It's just a really boring movie. And bad and weird and you don't learn anything and and it's yeah it makes me sad yeah it's it just made not... me sad i'm just kind of sad it made me sad uh yeah there was just a lot of like really bad jokes that were like in really poor taste and like really sexual it kind of felt like an old school like seth green movie if the, you know what i'm talking about like, like that um... era like American Pie. Okay. I feel like it was trying to be that, but it trying. completely yeah. missed the mark. Absolutely trying. And it's also because it's like this movie came out too late. Like Exactly. Yeah. I it's totally just agree. No longer the cultural like humor or standard. And it was just like so clearly written by three men, which it was. Mm. And just like in poor taste at most points. Or yeah, just also just not... uninteresting. Exactly. Like it's just not overall, compelling. Not enjoyable. Not, not enjoyable. enjoyable movie. Yeah. Zero out of ten. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I And Hilary Duff is barely in it. <laughs> she is. So so there's this group of buddies, right? Mm-hmm. One of them has a younger brother yes. by Skylar Aston. Yes. From and Pitch Perfect. He, from Pitch Perfect. And he and from the original cast of Spring Awakening, my favorite. Oh. Um oh. Oh. Sorry. Oh. Sorry. Sorry about it. Okay. Um but he gets engaged to Hillary Duff. And once these guys decide to have their breakup, he is all for it and kind of helps facilitate it. He because he sort of agrees that they need to grow because he's the youngest. Yeah. But and he's, he's the getting most ready to like settle down. Exactly. And he draws up like a really in de- in depth and detailed contract. Is he a mm-hmm. lawyer? Uh Hillary Duff is. Hillary Duff is. So yeah. they they put together this like really in- He might be as well, but they explicitly say that she just I passed wonder the if bar. Hillary is the one who set up the if, if Hillary tied up the agreement, no. I- you know? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about anything in this movie. Like they didn't You want know what? Me Hope, to care. I actually don't care. <laughs> no, no, no. But I I had the no. same thought where I was like, "Oh, cuz she's a lawyer, that makes sense." And then that's that's, it. that's as far as that went. One like, time I, I was talking to this girl at a party and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, I totally relate to you. I literally got dumped like an hour ago and I decided to come out anyway. And she looks me dead in the eyes and goes, I don't care. You know, good for her. If people <laughs> She's ask honest. what living in New York is like, that's what I tell them. <laughs> Shout out to you, Julie. I remember. That one and the girl who... Uh, looked at you and said, I've never seen you before in my life. <laughs> After I'd literally taken her picture 10 minutes before, before we, we'd shaken hands. I've never seen there you before. There was photographic evidence. <laughs> I love it. Obsessed. I love New York. The confidence. <laughs> the confidence. The confidence. And just like mean for no reason. Yeah. Even if I'm sure I've never met someone before, but they're talking to me like they have met me. Yeah. Why would I correct them? No, it's like I was at a, I was at the club for our friend's birthday, and this girl who's literally, I swear, the exact same size as me, is needs to get by, and so I purposely move out of the way so she can walk by, and then she looks at me and goes, "Can you move? I'm just so much smaller than you." 
And I'm like, I did move and we're the exact same size. Even if you weren't though. <laughs> well, why, why say that? Why would you ever say that to someone? <laughs> so insane. So insane. Ugh, gross. So weird. I'm just so, so much smaller than you. Okay. Was she trying to be funny? Not that it makes it no, better. But no, no, no. She was just like, you need to move. I'm like a tiny little princess. And I'm like, I'm, I'm your okay. size. Bizarre. Um, but yeah, so the, the contract is like has consequences. So if they spend time together or if the brother figures out that one of them sent them another a text because he has he's like changed all their phone numbers. Right. Um, then they lose a privilege. So it's like they lost fantasy football. Then they lost um, a bachelor party. Then they lost, you know, something else. Fantasy baseball oh, like, was another one. Oh, you were going to have to have an open bar at the wedding. That's a funny one. Oh, yeah. That's a cash bar. Um, yeah. yeah, it was gross. Yeah. Um, my, what I thought was the funniest part of this movie mm-hmm. was the very opening scene where Chris D'Elia shows up to hang out with his group of friends at the bar and they're trying to, um, drink 64 beers uh-huh. like Wade Boggs did, <laughs> which is a plot that was stolen directly from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That is, there's a whole episode really? where they're doing the Wade Boggs challenge <laughs> and they're even writing on their shirts like they do in Flock of Dudes. Wow. Just, it was, I couldn't believe my eyes. That is so pathetic. And I looked it up. I was like, did the Wade Boggs like challenge exist before Always Sunny? And it doesn't look like it. I think they. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> That's literally so embarrassing. And it's them. a very well known episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like, it's a, one of the best. One of the most popular. Oh, my so God. So weird. That's terrible. And it was all downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, I just forgot. Jamie Chung. Mm-hmm. Guess where she got her start? Tell me. MTV's The Real World. Okay, that's what oh, I forgot to say. I forgot to say go. it. That's good. Oh, that's okay. Um, yeah, this, this movie, it wasn't funny, and it felt... It also, all the men would, like, besides a few people, they all... They all looked alike. It was like just a bunch oh, of yeah. brunettes, a bunch of white brunettes. Yeah. They all look like Schmish to Schmia. Schmish to Schmia. And, and also, I, I think we're supposed to feel bad for Schmish to Schmia, and I'm not really sure why. And I have in my notes, like multiple times, I said, what's he the victim of here? Like, I yeah. really don't understand. And I feel like every time they set up a character point for him where he could have developed, he they do the opposite thing. Like he goes backwards. Like it doesn't make sense. Like it's not the typical yeah. hero's arc. And it, it felt, I don't know. It felt sloppy. They sort of tried to do something by the end where once they all come back together, he's sort of the only one hasn't grown or progressed is sort of what they're like trying to get at. Like the, yes. they've all found ladies that, and they're all falling in love and they're all like wanting to get married now. And he's sort of the one who was holding them back all along. But, that's not even made explicit and it's not explored at all. Oh, I didn't even think about that. He was the one who's holding them back. I thought it was all just like they did better than him. Once I they're think alone. what they were going for was that he looks at his group of friends in the beginning and he's like, these guys are so immature. I need some time on my own for better friends to, to better myself and yeah. to be independent. And then once he's ready to get back together with his friends, they are they are the ones that have had a change of heart and have mm-hmm. been like, oh, you know what? This was good for us. But they didn't do it well. I think that's what they were trying to do. They did not do it well at all. Yeah. And it felt just so long, right? 
so long. It felt so long. I, so long. I, was, I don't even. I, I feel don't like know I was why. torturing my roommate. Uh, I don't truly. know what felt long about it, but I had the same thought when he like at the very end. I was like, gosh. I feel like I feel they were like... just a lot of shots of like Chris, Chris Shmia, just like looking off in the distance. Yeah, being sad, mm-hmm. not doing anything interesting. Yeah, it was too much. It was so much, and it was so boring. And yeah, with no like character development. Yeah, it was and really... it's also, like, just the general feeling that this movie hates women. Mm-hmm. Except Hannah Simone. Because Except for Hannah Simone. She's, she's not like other girls. She's not. Like, she likes sports. She likes sports. And talks about boobs. Yeah, exactly. Not like other girls. She's not like other girls. Yeah, she'll drink a beer. Yeah, she'll drink a beer. What of it? And guess what? She's not ready for a relationship because she's not like other girls. I hated that part so much. He literally, she was like, I am not ready. And he's like, well, I am. She was so politely turning him down. Very politely rejecting him. And he just was not understanding. He was not. And I feel like. He was like insisting. Yeah. It felt like a conversation that I'm sure Paige and I have both had multiple times with different boys slash men over Mm -hmm. the years where it's like, well, I don't. It's not a discussion anymore. Yeah. It's not a conversation. It's not up to you whether we continue to date. He was, like, trying to argue, basically. Yeah, argue her into a relationship. Yes. you can't mind trap someone into being in a relationship Exactly. A hundred percent. And I I guess on that level, it was sort of relatable. But we were trying to... They were trying to get us to empathize with him. Yes, he's the hero here. And they're like... I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. I don't understand. It reminded me of, in like, sophomore year of, of high school, or, I, you know, I tried to break up with this boy who I wasn't even dating, but I tried to break up with him. And then the next day he goes, I really wish we hadn't had that conversation. Mm -hmm. And he tried to have it again and with a different outcome. And I'm like, well, yeah, I know you, I know you wish we didn't have that conversation, but we did. I had that happen. final and it's not up for debate. I had that happen. I'm dating you. I am terrible because I am. (laughs) I am terrible. I am terrible. Uh, The Paige Smith story. I'm, This has happened to me a couple of times, but I'm such a people pleaser Mm -hmm. that I entertain it. And it's so bad. It always ends so terribly. But I've tried to break up with people. I've tried to just gently tell people that I'm not interested in Mm -hmm. them. And they continue to try. Yeah. And have been very, they'll even be like, well, I'm still going to try. Still going to pursue you or whatever. And And then you end up like running a podcast with them. Yeah, for one example. <laughs> that's just, you know, that's just one example. But no, it does. It, yeah. And it's, it, I admire you that you're able to stick to your guns. No, and, and you know what? Hey, let's not pretend that I haven't been also manipulated into staying into a relationship longer. Like, I feel like it's so universal that even these three men who are writing about it in the movie, they're writing it into it and they're not making the commentary on it that they should be making. Yeah. It's like the opposite point where it's like they're literally doing what you shouldn't be doing and I don't think they're aware of it. Yeah, yeah. Because at the end, Hannah Simone just caves to what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And he was right. Mm-hmm. I think it was part of that too was like more of like she's so cool and she's not like other girls. Like she doesn't even want a boyfriend. Girls, all they want is boyfriends. <laughs> she's the one girl that doesn't even want a boyfriend you know they're trying to sell it as like and she plays kickball she's so cool and so secure not like other girls who aren't cool and are insecure you know what i mean it's just the whole thing felt so icky yeah do we want to say our most offensive quotes the most yeah, offensive sure. moments yeah sure i mean i think the most offensive i only have one 
The down. most offensive moment, I have to say, which is just and really just questionable and disgusting and icky, is they are having a Jack and Jill bachelor party. Then they decide to separate. And the boys, um, one of the boys calls or believes that they are calling hiring a stripper. Mm-hmm. And what they've actually called um, are two sex workers. Okay. And so one of the dancers is dancing and she starts crying. And they're like, why is she crying? And she's like, oh, she always, like, gets like this before we, like, you know, have sex with the, the men. Mm-hmm. And they're like, whoa. And it's like, that is so sad, what you've just described. And mm-hmm. this is supposed to be a comedy scene. You're describing and- a woman who is literally sobbing, not wanting to do sex work and uh, and being put in a position where she has to and again they're supposed to look like the good guys yeah and they're they, supposed to come out of it looking like the heroes because they're like oh no that's not what we want like that's not what we yeah were trying, like, and they're like ew get out of here like go away also like you're gross and we're and they're made the fool it's just punching down yeah and they are the good guys it's supposed to yeah exactly they're supposed to be like oh no no we would never we don't want to do that like you're we'll, gross yeah it, it was so mean and rude and hurtful and disgusting and misogynistic. Exactly. And just not a comedy. And, yeah, like, I feel like the patriarchy, like, accidentally programmed a bot. And, <laughs> yeah. And this is the movie that just kind of came out. It is such an interesting, like, I do, it's sort of an interesting lens to like view see how men see themselves yeah it's like a little bit a lens into the incel psyche <laughs> not even incel psyche like just i feel like male brain but i don't f- the male brain i mean maybe what were yeah. you gonna say i was gonna say male brain and then i was like but it's just not not all men but it's like it but, feels like a very uh like specific type of guy but maybe it's not no, I'm not trying to say it's all men. I'm just saying it's yeah. interesting to see how men view themselves. Like in this situation, it's like this there is this sad, very sad woman and they still are Yeah. Like the hero. The hero, exactly. That is such a good point. Where it, ugh, it, yeah, the lens Because the women obviously, it's written by three men, shouldn't even need to be said, but the female characters are not developed at all. No. It's all just, you know, they're sort of props, sort of background players. Yeah, and once the man decides that he wants them, he actually gets them, even though they've done nothing really to earn that. <laughs> yeah. Once he's talked him into it, you know, once he's convinced them. Yeah, oh, and he's such a talented writer. It's another example of annoying male screenwriters <laughs> writing about being a writer. It's like, ew, just get over yourself. Yeah, you really can't even imagine another world where... Oh, the tiger tattoo. Yeah. This movie's so offensive. And then he was, like, graphically talking about... Well, now you have to explain the tiger Sorry. tattoo. <laughs> I, well, I don't want to explain it too much, but basically this girl has a tiger tattooed on her butt, and Christelia is explaining in detail, like, what that entails in bed with his brother, and they're, like, just... It's totally degrading, male gaze, disgusting, inappropriate, not funny. Mm-hmm. Which is how I would um, describe the movie. Yeah. Basically, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. Um, it's also in that same scene sort of implied that she coerces him into sex. Yes. Oh, yes. And then yes. makes a joke in the morning that she was roofied by him. Yes. And it's supposed to be funny. Oh, it's supposed to be hilarious. And she goes, oh, 
I hope the condom broke. Yeah. Like what woman? <laughs> what woman is this? That one's not a joke though. She was seriously, at least that's the way it seemed to me. It's that she was genuinely hoping that the condom broke, and she said that. Yeah, to she him. said maybe the condom broke, and then in all caps she wrote, "One can hope." Or I not wrote. a real person, literally not a real person. <laughs> yeah, not a real person at all, and really reminds me of um, the Charmed One character from Josh Gad's movie. She wants me. Oh yeah, like they. I felt like they used her it's the same, same yeah way. it's the same kind of trope Ew, this woman's gross she threw herself at me yeah she made herself and, too available so i don't want I'm her a, i'm a victim of 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 it it's like ew you're gross be nice to her <laughs> be nice well i mean she's not a good person though still but it, it's like d- she did have sex with him when he did not want to and yes. literally said stop <laughs> Yes, yes, no. So I, not, I mean, know. I meant more like the writers in, in, in general. Yeah, like, write a better character. Write a better character. Like, write I a more believable character. Like, I feel bad for this character. poor actress, too, having to play this terrible. <sighs> anyway, great movie. <laughs> oh, we didn't even, oh, gosh. more to, Well, Well, you want to know something ironic? Yeah. This is just kind of a fun, ironic fact. Okay, Lannis. Um, uh, uh, so... <laughs> Mario Lopez is in this movie. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about as that. As himself. Yeah, which is so funny. So he popped up, and I was like, oh, my gosh, crazy, Mario Lopez. And then he, <laughs> one of the characters goes, uh, your sister's dating A.C. Slater. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> Mario Lopez as Mario Lopez? Yes. Okay, obsessed with that. Um, what I think is ironic, Yeah. every time I see Mario Lopez, I remember that he admitted, so this isn't just alleged, he admitted to cheating on his wife at his bachelor party. What? His, not his current wife. He was married before. He, uh, they were, Allie Landry is her name, but they were oh, together from for- Heroes? No, no, no. Okay. Not Allie Larder. Oh. Um, they were together for six years, and he was basically cheating on her the whole time, and she had no idea. Oh. Um, but she found out about the one at the bachelor party, and they divorced two weeks later. Wow. Yeah. I do love when an actor can play themselves and poke fun. I do too, but that part was so funny to me because they yeah. didn't poke fun about that. Like no. they joked about him being yeah. on Saved by the Bell, and yeah. there's one part where he calls Schmista preppy. Like that's, and he's like, "Wow, I can't believe you just called me that." Like that's supposed to be fun and funny that it's Mario Lopez, but they didn't make any mention, <laughs> yeah. obviously, obviously, of him being like a cheater. It's so funny. My my first boyfriend, I asked him, I was like, "If you ever had a bachelor party, what would you do?" And he's like, "I would never have a bachelor party." I was like, why? And he was like, I just think it's wrong that you, like, have to cheat on your fiancé. Yeah. I'm like, you don't have to. You don't have to do that. And poor guy. This is the boyfriend that you love. Um, I'm like, poor guy. really thought that every time he heard Bachelor Party, it was just just implied that the guys were, like, cheating. Just going and cheating on Yeah. Like, like with the – he's like, well, like, with strippers or, like, et cetera. Did he think – genuine question. Did he think that women – knew this or like that it was like a secret that all men had because like how many brides do you think would be like okay have fun on your bachelor party yeah (laughs) i i i think that he thought it was like that's what it is and he was like i I think he was even like i'm surprised you'd want a bachelorette party wow and i'm like yeah like a big sleepover so he thought that women still knew what went down at a bachelor party yeah i think he thought it was like with it like yep it's your it's your last chance 
Yeah, I think he that's what he thought the tradition was. Ins- mm. Insanity. And he's, he was in college at this point. He's a grown man. Yeah, but man. he's also an only child. Mm. <laughs> no brothers with bachelor parties before him. Actually, he does have an, he did have an older brother who was married. So you lied. Yeah, I did lie. <laughs> that's a weird lie to tell. <laughs> well, because, you know, he's one of those people where it's like, you, when you have a much older brother. Yeah. They weren't, he was pretty much raised as an only child, mm-hmm. you know? Totally. There was no one to share his toys with growing up. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about the love interest. Can we just get this over with? Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I've said. What do you rate Chris? Oh, wait. What do you, oh, actually, we're not rating Chris D'Elia. No. We're rating Skylar, Skylar Aston. Aston. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't mind doing that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he spends a lot of time with his friends. A lot of time and energy goes into, not even his friends, his brother's friends. I feel like those are his friends, which is kind of sad. Maybe he doesn't have any other friends. Yeah, I do think those are his friends. That is important. But there's they still made a made it a point to like clarify that he was the younger brother of I know. the friend. I know. They mentioned it a lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's maybe because they were like, Krishna looks so old and raggedy and, you know, and skeletal. Like a creeper. And like a which creep. Is. That they that no one will believe that Skylar Aston is getting married first. And they would people would assume like, oh, the, the person getting married first is, you know, mm-hmm. the older brother. So we need to clarify that Skylar's young for his age. But or, he also didn't need to be the brother. Like he could have just been one of the literally, other friends. Like the first buddy to get engaged. But it must have been like, well... He has to live somewhere. Guess he'll live with Hillary Duff. I'm like, wow, pretty nice of you to invite your brother to move in when you're a newly... I would not be so kind. Yeah. If my brother-in-law was schmish mishmia. Schmish to shmia. <laughs> and, and he just, like, d- dumped or got dumped by my best friend who's in my wedding. Because mm-hmm. Catherine was in the wedding. Mm-hmm. They're all, like, one big friend group is sort of how I... Yeah. Uh, figured it... I thought that the movie was starting off with, I thought the pub crawl was his bachelor party. Oh. And I was like, why are they scheduling a dinner with her parents? Yeah. But also, like, why are you scheduling a meeting, meeting the dinner, having dinner with your parents, your fiance's parents, like, after your bachelor party? But also, why are you scheduling dinner with your parents after your pub crawl? Yeah, no, that it didn't make any sense. I think that it the plans came up at the same time because he did come into the pub crawl saying, I'm only going to go to three bars because I have dinner. And then got, like, coerced into staying, basically. Oh, he's the victim, isn't he? I know. Oh, I feel so and bad for what, him. Yeah, we were supposed to feel bad for him. Ugh. Right in that moment. Wow. Yeah, yeah I know. Well, um, if anyone needs to take a cry break, we totally understand. Luckily, this episode's almost over. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so many bad misogynistic. Do you want to know? Um, enough movies. It's d- there was one joke I wrote down because it's just another one that's funny in hindsight. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I will say if it's a if it it's a joke that like if you said it to me, we'd laugh. Okay. If you write it into a script and you make a predator say it, it's not funny. And now, if a woman had said it, would it be funny? Yeah. It it would. It would, it's funny, like, on a one, in a one-on-one scenario, because you would clearly know I'm joking. Full of trust. Yes, exactly. It's okay. something that could be said, I think, at least. this, And it depends on the friendship, obviously, and the boundaries, whatever. Yeah, but it's like, ha, 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 I'll kill you. And it's like, that's, that's funny right. if your friend says it. It's not funny if your friend 
Um, Ted Bundy says it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But there was one joke. Um, like when you joke about getting roofied the night before. Right. <laughs> ha ha. Uh-huh. Women Hilarious. love to joke about that. Yeah. Women but think I mean, that's so maybe funny. Maybe there are some there's a dark scenario where you're with friends where it could be funny. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. different though when you write it into a script. But not to the man who you spent the night with. And not to like a general like audience. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Like in a movie. Um, But there's one part. <laughs> like so I just want to specify that the joke is kind of funny <laughs> knowing, not knowing anything else and whatever. Um, they are at a party mm-hmm. and Eric Andre, is he's got his eye on Crystalia's Schmishtashmir's cousin. Okay. Yes. Oh. And he says, he's he's like, that's my 16-year-old cousin or whatever. Like, hands yeah. off, stay off, stay away from her. And Eric Andre goes, uh, is it a no because she's your cousin or a no because she's 16? And Crystalia is like, what? Like, how could you ask that question? Crystalia famously hooked up, hooked, yeah. attempted to hook up with girls under 18. And he so. loves to be the hero. Like He's oh. the, exactly another example of him writing himself to be the hero. And also, it's like, so you know that's wrong? Yeah. Like, you clearly know that You're putting that is it in wrong. here on purpose to point out that you know that it's wrong. But also... The joke is that it's wrong. Like, it's like, wow, I can't believe you would actually ask that question. Because obviously, it's that's wrong to do. That's a wrong thing to do. Yeah. So it's so ironic that Crystalia Schmishtashmira is the one who says that. Did he write the movie? Uh, no. Because it was three male writers, but... Oh, man. I don't think. But the it was... Irony. It was like a Crystalia vehicle. Like it was meant yes, for... Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be for him. <laughs> what I just time. couldn't believe that. I was like, that is so ironic. That's why I felt the need to bring it up. It's like, it's like um, murderers or not murderers necessarily, but criminals showing up at the scene of the crime, murderers going to the funeral. Yeah. Or it's like being super insistent that you don't do something when you're the one who's doing it. When It's like people who promote family values when they're a pedophile. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, that whole thing. <laughs> that whole strategy, if you will. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely insane. Ugh. I had to write that down because I couldn't yeah, believe it. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Nasty. Uh, well, I'm excited to not be um, talking about Flock of Dudes for too much longer. No. But um, what do we rank Skylar Aston. Aston's character? So I think he's actually a pretty good partner for Hillary Duff. Yeah. He supported her going to law school and getting her degree he he seems also like a good friend like yeah he seems like a good guy and he wants everyone in his life to mature he's letting his brother stay with him Uh, honestly he seems like a great guy it would only deduct points that he even knows these people yeah (laughs) 100 percent. and you can't help who you're related to but i still think you should deduct points and he chooses to associate to hang out with Yeah. yeah so let's i don't know seven Eight? What do you think? I was thinking almost lo- like six. Just, I well, seven, yeah. I just, my only thing is, now that we're talking about the people that he chooses to hang out to with, associate I think that with. says a lot about him. Because we yeah. don't know much about his character. But you kind of, you are who you hang out with. Yeah. He chooses to associate with these awful people. Monsters. And condones <laughs> a lot of their behavior. True. So we haven't seen him, like do anything like honestly he's a really good guy and he makes a lot of sacrifices for his friends and he's a very loving fiance mm-hmm. but he is it complicit. makes me nervous he is complicit he, he's complicit yeah he's very complicit. okay so let's say six okay six for complicity honestly that's one of the highest scores i think we've given <laughs> <laughs> truly right he should be so lucky yeah 
So okay, who do you want to who do you want to tag yourself as? I don't want to be in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. Um, um, were there birds at any point, like for the flock? Crystalia kind of looks like a bird. No, we're not. No. Okay, well maybe we're just um gonna tag ourselves oh. as like the end of the movie when it's like a the black credits. screen. <laughs> I will tag myself as one of the um nameless faceless women that brian greenberg is making out with throughout the whole movie i want to be one of them your crush Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) okay um oh i will be um a background actor oh that's actually a really good point because i wrote down in my notes how terrible (laughs) the background acting was and it's not the actor's fault no. Very clearly the fault of the director. But at the end of the movie, Shmish Deshmiya shows up to, uh, like, profess his love for, to Hannah Simone again. And um, she's at a party, or what's supposed to look like a party. And the background actors are standing so still. <laughs> Most of them aren't even pretending to talk. And at least half of them are just watching Chris the- D'Elia act. <laughs> I couldn't believe my eyes. Like, they're not moving. Nobody's moving around. They're all just standing completely still. They're not even trying. Half of them are looking at the actor, which it's not supposed... They're not supposed to be. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. So, the directing, also not that great. Well, who knew? A movie with a bunch of white guys. But I love that you said that because I noticed the terrible acting. Okay. Yeah. I'm one of the terrible background actors. Okay. Love that. (laughs) Well, as much as we don't want this movie to keep going we do have a deleted scene yeah can't believe that as for as long as this movie was there was even more there is even more and this i mean i don't know why they cut this and didn't cut other things oh yeah but a highlight without further ado we present a deleted scene from flock of dudes starring justin perez hey harry how's it going oh not so bad not so bad you know just uh, watching the 49ers game last night. Nice, nice, excellent. How's the wife? She's good. She's good. No, I, uh, yeah, no, I've been, I've been really enjoying and cherishing my time with her. She's, you know, we're three months in, you know, being married is not, uh, it's not so bad. <laughs> Give it 20 years, man. Give it 20 years. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. All right. You, oh, you're great. So what do we got here today? Well, yeah, we got some of the new Magnums out, and uh, they're selling pretty well. I've been arranging them like this. Oh, that's lovely. What do you got there? Yeah, I call this the the Cobra's Mound. See, so you put you put three of the large extra-sized dildos kind of on the side like this, and then I've been kind of polishing up the white ones. You kind of around it. Yeah, it kind of reminds you of a hydrangea bush. Exactly. Like, I, like a hydrangea bush. Exactly. Just like that. So, and, and that's, that's been one I think really excited about and you know i i don't know what to do with these guys right here because they're so small oh yeah those yeah sort of the yeah the vibrating with yeah 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 so i think what we do when someone orders the bundle is we give them about 30 and we kind of just we 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 use them to fill out some of the the less exciting options here hey i got a question does anyone ever use this wooden thing yeah, we do get orders for those sometimes. Yeah, the wooden ones, uh, the, the wooden dildos are kind of what 
uh, you, more of a geriatric crowd, you know, sort of a sorry condolences kind of thing, but uh, they, they, they are still in use. Okay, gotcha. You all right, man? Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm fine. I just, uh, no, it's just, it's been a slow month. It's been a real slow month. I, um, it's been slower than I'd like it to be. Yeah, I know. We've talked about this. Yeah, no, you get it. I had ambitions, you know, small man, small family, middle of central Texas has a wild dream. Let's open up a dildo store. Not just a dildo store, a dildo bouquet. You know, because people don't just want one. They want to try a lot of things. Uh, you could have 10 experiences a night with one of these bouquets. And I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a bit of a loss, you know? I'm a bit of a loss. Don't say that, man. Hey, come on. You know, sit down. Sit down. You know, one of the pleasures of being newly married is that I feel like I'm always dealing with these problems every day. It's always something new, you know, like a little thing we didn't expect. Yeah, sure. Of course, I get that. Yeah. So, and you're just having, you're suffering from a, a crisis of faith right now. And when I first walked in here, you know, I didn't have any idea, you know, where I was going to get my next job and who is this? But, you know, it's like, oh, it's Al. Oh yeah, I run a dildo shop. Oh, not very interesting. What if I told you it was artisanal dildo arrangements? And that blew my mind. And I thought, well, shucks. I, if I'm going to hitch my wagon with anything, I'm going to hitch my ha wagon with someone who's really innovating, thinking of new ways to pleasure and disrupt people's imaginations. I think you got a lot of talent behind those two years of years. And I don't want to hear you sully this great idea before you've seen its true potential oh thanks man i, I appreciate it i just <sighs> yeah i needed to hear that oh hold on hello dildonomics this is harry speaking <laughs> see i wish that we could just delete the movie and just have this be the movie honestly this is the movie now this is flock of dudes this is this flock scene, of dudes that's all it needs oh i feel bad that hillary had to watch this movie i feel bad that we had to watch it i i do too actually yeah i feel bad for me and i feel bad for making my roommate watch it oh, you made your roommate watch it again you make her watch this one yeah dang it's pretty You're bad a bad roommate i know i know Okay. Well, well, as long as you know. <laughs> I'm Hope Guru. I'm Paige Smith. And, and this was History Duffs. Duffs.